Hi, this is Gina Ray. And this is Talia Flores. And you're listening to Stompers in Love Podcast. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stompers in Love. It's Gina Ray once again, and I'm here with my lovely Tylia. How are you, dear? Hi. Hi, everyone. We're alive. We are alive. I'm so sorry. Um, You know, the funny thing is that in our lives, there's always... A, a, a uh, unspoken amount of chaos that occurs that we are really not in control of, it seems like. All the time. And we, we set things and we say we're going to record on this day and this day and then our lives get crazy and then we just like to spend time with each other behind the scenes and... Then we forget about it. And then I'm like, when's the last time we recorded an episode, damn it? Yeah, there are times that we just get caught up in our lives and each other. And just, we kind of, not saying that we forget about our stompers, but we kind of just want to be individuals and, and a couple. And we sometimes just don't think about work. To record. Yeah, we don't think about work, especially when me and Gina are having, like, our intimate video chats. We don't think about that stuff. No, and also we have a lot of other things that we do aside from this podcast, and sometimes those things kind of, you know, take precedence because there's there's a lot of other obligations that we have. Yeah, like our radio station, you know, things like that. The radio station, other podcasts that we're doing, books, whatever the case may be, there's just a lot going on. So we apologize Yeah, we, for we, the delay. Yeah, we apologize for the delay. Now you sound like my doctor's office when I'm calling them and they take for fucking ever. It's always like, we apologize for the delay. And I'm like, I bet you do, motherfuckers. Well, let's hope that our our, our listeners are a little more supportive than that. Yeah, like, let's hope. Let's, especially for the topic that we're going to be diving into. Definitely. And what is that? My hip uh, surgery journey and... Words led me. Oh my goodness. This one. This one's going to be emotional for both of us. I think so because, you know, I I don't even know where to start. So I'm just going to let you. So back in 2001, when I moved to Florida, I got a hip correction surgery to help put my hip back in place. Very common for people with cerebral palsy to have a dislocated hip. 
So I got the surgery done by Dr. Steve Stricker at Memorial Hospital, Miami. Um, I went in for a year. They put the metal plate in it. A year later, they took the metal plate out. And I started to notice I wasn't as flexible as I used to be. I wasn't able to sit Indian cross. I wasn't able to bend my knees. And from there, my hip, the journey to like, for my hip just went downhill. Come to find out when I was 14 and went to Joe DiMaggio Hospital and visited with Dr. McNerney, we come to find out that my hip got dislocated again. And Dr. McNerney uh, went to went to perform a, a surgery, but we didn't want him to do it at the time because we didn't trust Dr. McNerney. And the only reason why I'm saying their names is because this is true. So after we didn't trust Dr. McNerney, he intro- he told us about this te- this shot that I could get versus the surgery, and it worked as a great alternative. And after I went to Dr. McNerney, I went to Dr. Peter Romano in um, Coral Springs, may he rest in peace, and he was giving me the shots, and he was such a great surgeon, and, you know, he, he was awesome, but once I turned 21, I stopped getting those treatments because of insurance, and you know how that goes. Everything transfers over to an adult. Now, as an adult, I no longer get the get the shot because insurance doesn't cover it, and we can't find a doctor who covers it. Now, I'm in a dilemma where I need the surgery because I'm in. I live with chronic illness. Last summer. I went to 10 different surgeons and they told me we can't perform the surgery. But through that, I found out that I needed hip reconstructive surgery because I it's not that I don't qualify for a hip replacement. It's insurance. It's fucking Medicaid in the state of Florida. Welcome to that. And through that, ever since then, I've been trying to find a doctor that could help me because it's just it's just unbearable. Like, I can't sit for long periods of time without hurting. I can't even lay down in bed. In order for me to go to sleep at night, I have to take edible or Advil. So it, it's it's been tough. And we we both been going through this journey to, together. And if I didn't have Gina, my world would have crumbled by now. Well, I know a doctor that I can give you the name of. And you can reach out to him. And I want to give it to you on this podcast because I've talked about him before. Um, and I think I think he might be able to put you in a direction that might help. And this is, you know, I don't mind sharing this with our listeners because this guy did my surgeries and he did very well with me. Um, his name is Alan Froling. And he's based out of Mount Vernon, Illinois. And he um, he did my hamstring surgeries. And he, if he can't do it, he knows somebody who can. I'm and sure. also... That's a good thing because I need the hamstrings lightning too. So that's 
that's good good like if i could get it all in one shot y'all i would i just want the surgery done so number one i don't have to live in chronic pain because it's the fucking worst and number two i want it so that one day i'm not saying soon i'm able to get down on one knee and ask this beautiful woman to be my wife and stand up while she's in her black dress walking down the hall to me like that's what i want well you know it's it's part of it he is a great guy um he he did the hamstring surgery but i can tell you dear you don't want to do them both at once no, that's what I was discussing. Like, I don't want to do it both at once. Like, if I have to fly back and forth, I will. Be- like, because, I'll tell you why. Because when you do the bilateral hamstring operation, which I'm assuming that's the one you're talking about where they lengthen the hamstring. hmm They will have you in casts. On both legs for eight weeks. Yeah, I know. I got the same surgery done when I was three and six. And I'll, I would find ways to flip around in my body cast, y'all. And it was around Halloween t- time. And my mom painted me as if I was a dead zombie. And the kids thought it was really cool. Well, and I thought it was really cool. Um, But you might try reaching out to him. We are. Uh-huh. Um, but he knows me by my birth name. So. Okay. okay. So, like, Gina, I have to ask you because I I know this, but the viewers don't. Like, seeing me go through this whole process, although you've been my rock, it's been hard for you, too. I'm telling you, once somebody you love has chronic illness... It affects everybody. Like, it's affected my mom in a way. It's affected my step in a way. It's affected Gina in so many ways. It's, it's, it's the saddest thing when you see the woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with going through so much pain and there's nothing in this world that you can do to take it away. You know, um, everybody would, you know, everybody says, you know, you know, you got to be strong and this and that and the other thing. Yes, that's true. But I'm one of these people that if they, if someone I love hurts, I hurt too. Yeah, like she's really... She's and sometimes it's like I don't even want to tell her that I'm having a high pain day even when I do because she cries and when she, she cries I get more emotional and I feel guilty but then I tell her anyway because Gina's like my big next to my mom Gina is my world she's my rock and she's partly the reason why I've been fighting so hard and and same goes for me too i mean i've been fighting and going through uh you know mental health journey and 
physical therapy and all kinds of things just so that I can be a little bit better. Uh, not saying that I'm doing anything wrong or anything, but everybody wants to better themselves as much as possible. Yeah. And I'm, you know, seeing her go through this has inspired me to look at myself a little bit and realize, hey, there are things that I need to do too. And uh, I've been working really hard with my care team and with with um, therapists and um, psychiatry to try to get myself back on track. And, and um, that's another reason why we haven't really done as, yeah, ma- as many episodes either is just because we're trying to get our lives yeah, kind like, of together. Like, honestly, living with chronic illness does affect my mental health. And I do see a therapist just as much as Gina does. <clears throat> and we, we're here to support each other. Like, it's not an easy road being in a relationship when you have a disability and mental illness and chronic illness. But we know at the end of the day, we have each other and we could stomp on it anything together is it hard yes but we know that love conquers all right and there are days where each of us need to be alone yeah and there's nothing wrong with that like if gina tells me hey babe i need a day day to myself but i'll call you tomorrow and we'll do the same thing back and forth and that that's fine that's creating a healthy boundary Although I will, for- although I will, I will interject and say that half the time, when she says that she'll call me tomorrow and that she needs a day, usually it's about six hours later. She's calling me, or we're on Zoom doing a project. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people, a lot of people are going to say, "Well, that's not healthy. You should always rely on your partner," and in a way, yeah. You should, but you shouldn't rely on your partner too too much for that. Like, it's okay to lean on other people for support, too. Right, and as I've said before on this podcast, we have to be individuals just as much as we are a couple because it's not, it's not all about me it's not all about her it's not all about us it's about yeah it's 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 about balancing your individual life with your life with your partner because there are times where you just need to have your time to do what you need to do yeah i agree because again i've said this before if you're in a relationship and you're up each other's ass 24-7, you're going to get tired of each other. And you're going to drift apart and you're going to get bored of each other and you're just going to fall out of love with each other. You know why? Because you're not opening up Pandora's box. Like every day that Gina calls me, she tells me all the things that she's done and I tell her all the things that I've done throughout the day. 
that gets us motivated and that helps us stay in love with each other. And I think even before your transition, we had the same method and it works perfectly versus relationships that I've been in before this, specifically my five-year relationship where me and my ex-fiance would just video chat 24-7. It was to the point where, you know, I go to the bathroom and, and shit without him wanting to know every little thing. And that became unhealthy. I lost identity. Right. You can't you can't live with a um you can't be tied down to each other twenty four seven three sixty five and expect it to go well. Because it's not. If anything, you're just going to get annoyed. You're going to clash. You're going to fight. You're going to. And you're just going to not appreciate the love anymore. And I think that's what happened. Right. And, you know, we're getting off topic here like we always do on this show. Yeah, but still. But, but we're we're just saying that, you know. Hold on. I have to. Oh, snap. Oh snap! My Zoom changed because of the because of the uh because of the um what you call it the free I don't have the limited version because I got the new computer and I don't know how to update it. So we may have to put this in two parts. I can pause it and we can resume. Yeah, go ahead and let, let's go ahead and do that. Okay, we're gonna be right back, guys. We're gonna be right back, guys. I'm sorry. All right. All right, so. All right, so sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. I got a new computer for my birthday and everything's all wonky, but I could assure you we're going to have it resolved within the next episode. But anyway, back to the hip discussion. It's, it's just one of those things where, you know, we are basically fighting for each other. But also, like, it gets so overwhelming for both of us sometimes. Yeah, like, especially when I call her at midnight and I'm crying. Yeah, and it's bad because once I've taken my night meds, if I woke up, I'm a complete bitch. Yeah, she is. She's like, babe. And, but then she, like, feels bad because I'm in pain. And then she's like, oh, my God. I feel terrible. But when I when I get woke up after taking Trazodone, folks. Yeah, that's like a no-no. It's a huge no-no to wake Gina up. Like, <laughs> but well, at this, I, at the same time, I try not to be mad. Yeah, no, because she knows I can't help it. I know and, that she can't help it, but I'm still irritated because and, I, it's more irritation that we haven't found a solution. Yeah, it's not irritating at me. Versus being irritated at her. It's it's like, damn it, can't we find a solution already? 
My favorite thing that Gina does to calm me down whenever I'm in pain is that sometimes she'll sing to me. Yeah, although <coughs> singing, um, although singing lately has been uh, very minimal. Very minimal because I don't know what it is, but when it's really hot or really cold, my voice doesn't work right. Yeah, but, like, when we first got together, like, throughout the whole year, basically, whenever, like, I'm in pain, she'll sing to me, or she'll she'll just give me sweet talkings, or she'll just talk me through it, and that, like, that's what I need at the moment. Well, my biggest thing is always trying to... You know, it's almost like bringing bringing her back to the center of reality because when we're in pain, it's almost like we're going up. Yeah, like we're dying or we're entering the the burning walls of fire. The rings of fire, in the words of Johnny Cash. Well, it's as I was talking about with anxiety and mental health, there are like grounding techniques that that we sometimes have to use, you know, yeah. what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel kind of thing? And I always say, you know, focus. What is it? I always say to you, focus on my voice. Yeah. Focus. You're like, focus on me, baby girl. Just focus, focus on me. Focus on my voice. Focus on me. Focus on what you know is, is, is here in the moment. And then eventually either she falls asleep or just forgets about it. Yeah. And then, and then I'm, I always tell her thank you and I love you because I am appreciated for you. Well, it's hard for me to be no offense, babe, but I'm going to be, brutally honest here on this podcast it is very hard for gina to be supportive at 3 a.m yeah it is very hard and i've gotten lucky though um because at 3 a.m i am dead yeah like we're like and then i'm awoken by the sharp pain so it's like sometimes sometimes just like do like i just Sometimes I just let her sleep because I know she's had a rough day and she's tired. But when there's days I can't handle it, I know that my my Gina Bear is always going to be there for me to, to, like, lift me up. Right. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, I try to um, try to be there as much as I can. You know, but sometimes, sometimes I just have a a rough time, you know, um, waking up, really. Yeah, like, I wonder how it's going to be, like, when I get, when I go into surgery, because I plan on making a whole documentary on it, and I want, like, my biggest thing is, how are we going to be the day of surgery? Well, 
like, I don't, like, and I'm nervous to go under because Gina said that when I wake up from anesthesia, she's going to record everything I'm saying. Right. Because Gina has seen me under anesthesia, thanks to our friend Bob Runkle. Right. At the dentist, when I thought I was at the country concert, remember? Yeah. And she just starts dying laughing because Bob Runkle had those videos. Right. It's, you know... I'm probably going to think I'm at one of your concerts. I've never been like that under anesthesia, so I don't know. I've said some crazy shit under anesthesia. I even flirted with my dad at the last technus shot injection while I was under anesthesia. And he thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. That's really ridiculous. And then I and then I told the doctor that me and the do, me and him were gonna get married. What did the doctor actually tell you? He thought it, Doctor Romano, may he rest in peace. He thought it was the actual funniest shit in the world. What did he did he respond or say anything? Yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know I'm good looking. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And my mom's like, you can't encourage it. My mom's like, you're not married to the doctor. What are you doing? Right. And then I forgot who my brother was that I traumatized him. Oh, boy. I forgot who Brandon was. And he started, my brother started crying. That's crazy. He said, well, and my brother was like, I don't know, 11 at the time. And I was like, no, he couldn't. Have, yeah. And I, no, he was, he was, no, my brother's two years younger than me. So when I was 13, he was, he was 11. Yeah, my brother was 11. And he 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 freaked out. Like Brandon Brandon started cr- crying. My mom had to explain to him it was the anesthetics. Yeah. He's like, well, what? Well, what happened to my sister? My mom's like, um, sweetie, that's the anesthetics. Like, but anyway, I guess I would say that throughout this journey, I've learned how to be stronger and I have to thank the support of my family and the support of Gina Ford. What are you laughing at, Gina? I'm just laughing at you because it's funny. I'll call them back later. Everybody's trying to call people, it seems like. Yeah, every. Everybody, and we're leaving that in this podcast because that's our life. Yeah. that That's our, I'm telling you, you guys, that is our everyday life. But anyway, Gina, do you have anything you want to say? I just want to encourage people, if you're going through a medical journey and you are going through, some, if perhaps you're going through something similar, be an advocate for yourself. And find the answer, because it's out there. 
and yeah. for others as well. And yes, exactly. What, you, what advice would you have for partners in your position right now? Just be, uh, keep yourself grounded in whatever way that you can. And just remember that the love you have for one another is what's driving you. And just remember that at the end of the day, as long as you have that, you have everything. Yep. And I, I just want to personally say thank you for everything you've done. It's it's my absolute pleasure to be on this journey with you and to to see you accomplish everything that you have. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that everything comes off without a hitch from here and we're able to find the solution as quickly as possible. Yeah. Cause I want to move on with my life and move on to the next stages with you and marriage and, kiddos and chickens and pigs and stuff. I don't know about pigs. If we have pigs, I'm making bacon. Me too. That's the only reason why I want it. What happened to Abner? Abner's in my stomach. <clears throat> exactly. And for for the and I hope we don't get PETA after this for us, but that's what animals were made for. Oh man, we just defended a whole bunch of vegetarians. No, I don't. I don't care. Anyway, like I really don't care. I love my bacon. One thing you can't take away from me is orange juice and bacon. You got to celebrate the bacon, as Angry Grandpa would say. Yes. Well, Angry Grandpa would also say the only thing you need to... I'm going to tell you what Angry Grandpa would say. The only thing you need to cook with Grandpa is a goddamn hammer and a pound of bacon. For those of you who don't know who Angry Grandpa was, he's a YouTuber. He was a YouTuber before he passed away that used to break shit, and he was angry. Angry, but I love that man. And, and, And Pickle Boy and Bridget and... Yeah, if they, if I hope that one of these days they um they listen to this podcast, maybe, st- maybe stumble across this podcast because you know they are are just funny. Uh, yeah, some, Mike, you need to hurry up and marry Bridget. Yes, hurry up and marry Bridget already. It's time. You guys already have two kids, thirteen years. Like, come on. Long enough, you know. Gina, don't make, don't get no ideas from Michael and make me wait thirteen years to marry me. <laughs> well, don't prank me then, and I might, I might be able to to oblige. Don't prank you. Don't prank. I already, I already have several pranks planned. I already give you a hard time. You signed up for this shit. I didn't sign up for pranks. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. It was in the description of your contract. Oh, bullshit. The only description that was in my contract is to love you and be supportive, not to get pranked. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh God. This oh, is Oh God. This is gonna be crazy, but you know But anyway, we love you guys. We love you guys and hopefully, you know, um it's not another eternity before you hear from us again. Once again. But hopefully we can get on to more of a schedule with this, but everything's kind of up in the air because our know, lives, our lives and stuff. And then I'm currently so, working on my 26th, my 23rd, my, my 23rd book. My, I don't know what number book this is at this point. Okay. I've speaking of that before we go, I've, oh. I've, I've got a, um, I've got to uh, talk about a couple things here. Like what? This woman, every time she finishes a book, she's like, that's my last one. That's that's the last book I'm going to write. I'm going to take a break. And then the next day, I started my next book, and I'm like, I'm just like, I'm just like, bitch, please. You're never going to stop writing books. You know better. Yeah. And then she was giving me shit earlier before we got on the air. Because I've got what's called paranychia, which is a um, ingrown fingernail. Oh, God. Can you tell them how emotional I got? And I said, I'll be right back. And, of course, when you're on... Uh, FaceTime or whatever, they can hear you um, in the other room. So I went and got a piece of of tissue. Tell tell them what you popped it with. That like made me emotional. Well, well, I got a sewing needle, and I Uh uh, I proceeded to um do what I had to do and. I started crying. She didn't start crying. She was just going, oh, my God. No, but I was crying when you were in the bathroom getting a getting the thing and everything. And I heard you say, son of a Pop-Tart, fuck. Well, it, I cried. It hurt. Yeah, that's why I cried. But she was like, you need to go to the doctor. No, I don't. I, I, I started crying, y'all. She's like, you need to go to the doctor. No, I don't. Because what what are they going to do? They're going to pop it. They're going to drain it. And they're going to give me medicine that I've already got. Yeah. And I'm sitting here crying like, are you okay? And she's laughing at me like, Ty, you're with the redneck. Like, what the hell? I, I'm, what the hell are you crying for? Like, I'm, this is normal. I'm one of these people that if I can save money and do it myself, I'm going to do it. You know, but I'm like, I can only imagine you when we have kids and they get boo boos. Well, my mom always used to when we would get a a a, a, a boo boo or you know whatever the case, she'd be like, "Huh?" Eh? She'd be like, "Are you dying? Do we need to cut it off?" No. Oh yeah. Well, then it's too far from your heart to kill you. Here's a Band-Aid. Oh, yep. And, you know, that's how we were. And um, Yeah, see, I'm not used to that. Ever. 
everyone just goes to the doctor. I remember. It's it's one of those things. If you've got whatever they're going to do, you know what they're going to do. Yeah. You, you know what they're going to do. So why, why waste the time? Yeah, totally. You know, but anyway, we are coming up on 40 minutes. Uh, here. Yeah, so why don't we just say goodbye? But we we uh we really appreciate everyone for sticking around and you know watching us, listening to us, um all of the the fan mail, even though some of it is less than satisfactory. Um Yeah, one guy said he masturbates to our show. Wait, what <laughs> <laughs> there was one guy that's his name. I'm calling Pervy Steve. He said, I like your podcast. I masturbate to the podcast all the time. And I'm just like, great. Okay. What did you call him? Perv Steve. Pervy Steve? Yeah, Pervy Steve. I got a message for Pervy Steve, okay? If you you know, I'm I'm grateful that you you find such enjoyment out of this podcast. Thank <laughs> he you. Said, he said it's my voice in particularly. Thank you so much. Um, but she's taken and I am not giving her up for anybody, so I'm sorry to tell you that that's not gonna happen. <laughs> um you know, I hope you have a wonderful <laughs> evening listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we love the love mail and shout out to shout out to my to a good person that listens to this podcast named Joseph Hillman, who I've known for many years, and he just got a hold of our podcast and he loved it. So shout out to you, Joseph. Pastor shout Joe. out, Joseph. Thank you so much, everybody that listens. Thank you all so much. And, you know, we will continue to bring you the best content that we know how as often as we can. Um, it's just a hectic life. As a lot of you know, we have a lot of irons in the fire, but we will see you again soon right here on the Stompers and Love podcast. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so at stompersandlove at gmail.com. And if you want to have an interview, let us know. If you love the show, let us know. If you, if you hate the show, if, let us know. If you hate no it, if you hate it, let us know. Whatever comments you have, feedback, we are open to it. So until next time, take care of yourselves. But most of all, take care of each other and be kind. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>